the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range and Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello, welcome to it, a post-Christmas sports day. Jason Matthews here uh, tonight. We're counting down to the Big Bash. Yeah, we've got the Thunder and the Heat doing battle at uh, the Gabba from 6.15 tonight. Everyone's away on holiday. Sat's away. Uh, Rat, well, Rat's never here, let's be honest. Uh, Daddy Vass, he's on holidays, but Alex is in the studio. G'day, Alex. Pleasure to be with you, Jase. Mate, you have a good Chrissy. I did. I did. Plenty of family time and then lucky enough to be at the Big Bash yesterday. Later in the day, I'm down in Sydney. Um, So, yeah, a a bit safer than yours by the sound of it. You've had uh, a bit of a whirlwind of a time, for lack of a better a lack of a better phrase. Mate, a lot of Queenslanders uh, are doing it tough at the moment post the storm. So you had the cyclone in Cairns and then southeast Queensland got absolutely ripped to shreds, mainly the Gold Coast, mm. uh, by a tornado of all things uh, on Christmas night. I know we were without, without power for 27 hours. Some families still without power. so And it's stinking hot. It's not, mm. it's not, it's not winter. It's bloody summer and it's hot. And you need air conditioning or at least a fan. So uh, if you're struggling, um, listen, my thoughts are with you. We've got Mm. a big show tonight. Panthers legend Craig Gow. Uh, One of the great chats we had in 2023. We'll relive that. Kia Top 7, I love it. 2023 in review. Biggest story, shocks and scandals. But we'll kick it off with a good oil. Um, And I just, there's only one story I should talk to Queenslanders about today. And that's Vale Carl Webb. I'm not sure if you know a lot about him being a New South Mm. Welshman, Alex, but uh, he passed away just before Christmas, I think the 22nd. Uh, He battled motor neurone disease for four years and one of the toughest blokes. He's a Dalby diehard juniors player. Um, He went from rugby league in the community to Queensland Cup on his way to earning the reputation as one of rugby league's most feared forwards in the elite game. The only problem with Carl Webb was he wasn't wearing a blues jersey. Mm. That's the a, 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 made a brilliant, brilliant maroon. Mm. Uh, he played 187 NRL games for the Bronx, North Queensland Cowboys, and Parramatta Eels in a decorated career. Also included 12 State of Origins where he beat the living crap out of uh, the Blues and one Test for Australia, which was well deserved. And in true Carl Webb style, he showed enormous courage and resilience by creating the Carl Webb Foundation to provide a better future for his four kids and other sufferers of MMD, which is just a horrible disease. Mm. Um, if you want to do something and help out others um, and read out read more about what happens with the Carl Webb Foundation, just search for it uh, in Google and you'll find out the details there. But Rugby League lost one of its great, toughest men just before Christmas. Now, thoughts are with his family. So... There you go. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Uh, as promised, we're looking back at 2023 as well, just over this Chrissy holiday period, Alex. And up next, uh, one of our great chats from throughout the year with Craig Gower. Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The heat is about to sound, and the men in the Premier's Penrith, they have won the trophy. Incredible scenes of emotion. The Cinderella story has come true for the Penrith Panthers. 
Yep, 2003 grand final victory. A lot of things happened in that game, uh, including something with a man in the studio. And I have no doubt a lot happened well on the on the field with this guy we're well, about that, to talk to. And the, the off guy the we're field. about to talk to, he actually nearly had his eye poked out in that game. By who? By an opposition player. Is that Craig Gower? Welcome to Sports Day. Is that true? Name and shame. <laughs> Uh, don't get well. It is, but I don't know actually who did it. I was just—I um, don't think it was in a tackle or something. Just come out and just got a finger in the eye, and she went up a little bit. But um, the day we, we we got the job done. We had a couple of blokes that uh, did something during the game, and I remember um, got get, the job. Yeah, we remember when uh, when he got poked in the eye, and his eye was completely shut. It was it was in the first half, and so we were all standing around him, myself and Ryan Girdler, and <laughs> I said, "Roddy, hey, well, Girds, I'll, I'll go to five eighth, and and uh, Preston, you go to halfback, and and he's." Gowie's sitting on the ground, our, our skipper. He goes, would you guys effing shut your mouth? <laughs> I'm not going off. <laughs> we, we thought he was gone for all money. But, yeah, in the end, he, he raised the trophy. Mm. Hey, Gowie, I want to hear, um, and Sats tells some wonderful stories about the days of playing for the Panthers. Is the community just sick of grand finals? Well, I think so, Jason. I think, you know, um, you know, when they don't make the next next one, if they don't make the next one, I think they'll be just disappointed, you know. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I think it's just it just shows you what's, Actually, gone in behind the scenes over you know a number of years to to put themselves in a position where they're actually competing you know week you know year in year out and, and um, you know it helps having having players like Nathan and you know um, you know, you know a heap of other boys that come through the system and so forth. So uh, you know you know you got Liam Martin there who's been on fire. You know obviously a lot of blokes even though that he's not from the area but he's been in the system for quite a long long time and you know arguably we got one of the Greatest front rows go around at the moment um, as well. So you know, you know they've got a sensational team. Is there a big difference between the players back in two thousand and three when you guys won a premiership to the players running around now? Gowie, you first. Well, no, I don't think so. I think it's it's the same sort of mould. You know, we we had some experienced players. We had a few of us that come through the juniors, but we had outside sources, and then we had an influx of young kids that come through and. Which actually just moulded the team together to make the team as it as it is. So um, you know, there's there's certainly a there's, there's probably more coming through the system down at, at the moment than than what we did back then. So it just shows you what um, how well that that system's going. Yeah, they're just as brash and confident now as what they were back then. I mean, Lewis and Rooney and those guys, they just they had so much confidence as 18, 19 year olds. Now, Gowie, Grand Final week, it's it's quite a nerve wracking week. Uh, it doesn't matter how experienced you are, but I suppose the Panthers players are used to this week, so they just fall into the same preparation. But for the Broncos, it's it's a tricky week, isn't it? How to how to really juggle your your expectations and your emotions? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true, Sats. But I, you know, I, look, I think back then when we went through that experience, you know, we sort of we just we loved it. You mm. know, like it was one of those things where we had that much confidence in what we're doing at that time. Well, it was just another week and we actually really enjoyed it. You know, we, you could see by the way we were in the sheds together and, and the rest of it where, you know, blokes are you know, just having a good time and enjoying the, enjoying it. Too much serious footy talk. I'm over this. I like to talk about post-match celebrations. I don't know if you heard this uh, over the weekend, Gowie. This was on SEN post-game uh, when Katoni Staggs was asked a question by Andrew McCulloch. Have a, have a listen to what he had to say. Uh, when asked the question. Can you give the listeners a bit of insight on what a week would be like with the Katoni Stags if the Premiership came home? Can you tell them what you'd be like? Oh, there's only one way to find out. If you see me around, come with me. <laughs> now, I reckon you blokes, and there's there's legend that mm. Craig Gow is one of the great celebrators. 
was he outstanding. The, was he the best at the Panthers in 2003 sacks? Well, I want to ask you this, Gary, because Trent Joel Clinton claims that he was the one that went the longest grand final week. He, he was the last man standing. Trent Waterhouse claims he was as well. Please. But oh, my beer. I want to put this rumour. Just, I want to debunk it yeah. right now. When, when did you finish up? Um, yeah, I, 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 can, I can't really call that. <laughs> we had the presentation on Wednesday days, night, a couple, I remember that. A couple of days, anyway. Mm. But, yeah, Trent Waterhouse claims. Well, Joel Clinton claims yeah. he was the last well, was, I think it was yeah, well, we'll get tattoos and everything, you know. Like, so it was all, all over the shop. So, yeah, who was, hide, um, we hijacked the bus. Yeah, who we hijacked that? the bus? Who did that? Well, that, that and that, that was after. That was after. Mate, that was that was that was me, Gerds, and um, and then we went back and had a fight. At that, yeah, well, me and Gerds were punching on it at the uh, at the at, when we went back at the um, at the ground. So that was interesting. It was uh, a special time, but it was funny because last year I went back to the club after with the boys when we were, they were celebrating at, at the club, and it was actually rubbish. It was rubbish compared to what what we went through when back in '03. When hey, remember we grabbed James Hooper, who was working for the Daily Telegraph at the time. He's only a young journo, and we grabbed him and took him on the bus. Hey, Gow, you grabbed him, and he sat on the bus, and he basically spent the whole Sunday night. He was actually on stage while we were celebrating as <laughs> as part of the team. Can you remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, let's not go into that because we might get him in trouble. But he, um, he, he, yeah, he, he, I think he got reprimanded for that because uh, the, old, the old Paulie Ken had to come out and grab him, and uh, he wasn't—he he wasn't in very much uh, a good nick to be writing a story for the Telegraph. But anyway, um, but he, a very good celebrator there, uh, old, old hoops, which is always good. Back in the days when you were really good friends with journos, and you just, yeah, they would hang out, wouldn't yeah, they? Absolutely, have yeah, a beer yeah. with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say only some journos there, Jase. Only some journos. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. No, nah, thanks, boys. Have a good one. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to a time for a BBL update. Thanks to Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two. Drink responsibly. Uh, tonight, the Brisbane Heat will take on the Sydney Thunder. Myself and Chris Hartley in the commentary box for Big Bash Nation. You can catch that game live across the Resonate uh, radio network uh, from 6 o'clock uh, tonight. Should be a big game. Actually, Chris Hartley, incidentally, Alex, mm. played for both the Thunder and the Heat. Yeah. So we've got the perfect commentator. Well, there you go. And he was some cable, wasn't he, Chris Hartley? Were you giving me a stat off air about his ridiculous amount of dismissals and runs? Yeah. And he, he was I, an underrated keeper, wasn't he, Chris? Absolutely. He's the best domestic keeper in Australia never to represent our country. Right. Um, but he did play for Australia versus a county team in England once. Mm. So uh, Hads, Haddon was injured. The backup keeper was injured. So they got Hartley to play in this in this tour game, and he filled in until Tim Payne got to England. Incredible. He's just overlooked. And I, I'm going to ask him tonight what he thinks about that. Like, And he, he has the, the record. I think he's more than Chuck Berry mm. uh, dismissals, most dismissals in Australian domestic cricket. The Incredible. funny thing about that is Tim Payne would have been the captain after that about 12 months later with everything yeah, that went I down know. in South Sandpaper Gate. It's funny how I things know. like that happen. That's a sliding doors move. So you're saying Chris Hartley could have been captain? Well, maybe. You never know, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm trying to think who would have been behind Tim Payne at the time. Oh, mate, we've just gone through that. every wicket keeper <laughs> in Australia. Clearly it was Chris Hartley. Yeah, yeah. Clearly it was him and God knows who. Who else was wicket keeper? I don't know. Mm. Um, hey, last night you were at that game, Sydney yeah. Sixers versus Melbourne Suns. Good, uh, good crowd at the G. 
Yeah, it was it was a very good night. Um, good atmosphere. I think the best Sixers crowd of the season so far. We've been struggling. It was interesting. The, I saw a stat today. The two lowest uh, attending states of Big Bash cricket so far this season are New South Wales in Victoria. Everywhere else is averaging around the 20,000 uh, mark. So yeah. I don't know what you're expecting for the heat tonight, but you should have a, a ripping atmosphere at the Gabba. Well, it's their second game of the year. The first game was 20 days ago. That was the 7th of December. And we had a crowd for the opening round of 21,000. And school holidays hadn't started. So it was the, it was the Thursday night before school broke up on the Friday. So mm. it was a ripper crowd. Rocket Man was back. So I think that was the excitement. <laughs> but um, Jesus, that's loud. It's, yeah. uh, I've never seen him before. And I'm going, I still don't understand why we have Rocket Man. But anyway, it's the greater brains than me work mm. that out. Uh, the Sixers lost last night. Stars' yeah. first win of the year. You should hear them there. The cocker hoop down south. And it's like, we don't care about the Stars. Uh, the Sixers made eight for 154 Stars, six for 155 in reply. The big talking point is the Moses Henriques uh, catch. Um, what did you think? You are there. Well, live, he looked like he controlled the ball to the ground. Now, the issue came on the replay when you saw very clearly that he almost used the ball to support his fall, very similar to the way Mitchell Stark did in that Ashes Test match, much to the chagrin of the Aussies on that occasion. Yeah. Um, it fell in the Sixers' favour last night. I, You know, looking at the laws, I'm under the impression that that, that should not be a catch. So I'm not sure how well, the third umpire's got to that, that, um, that outcome, you know? Well, it's funny you should say that because... Um, an explanation came over the television from the third umpire. And they, if I heard it correctly, and I'm sure our listeners will sort this out for us on 0457 736 736, the law between Big Bash and Test Cricket is different. What? Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I hope that's that, not what I heard. That's but, ridiculous if that's yeah, the it case. Is. It is. No wonder it can be so confusing. Yeah, but. Yeah. Oh, to be honest, I didn't think Mitchell Stark's catch was a catch. Mm. I think the ground controlled that. Um, but I did think Enrique's catch last night was fair, well, fair and square. It was interesting. He came up, he walked with his left shoulder, not the one that caught the ball, yeah. hanging for the rest of the game. He was in some discomfort. It was a brilliant catch, brilliant piece of athleticism from Moise Enrique's 36, I think. Uh, didn't have the best night with the bat, but it was a wonderful piece of fielding, something you Expect more from uh, Jordan Silk. Yeah, than, I know. Uh, it was an incredible catch. Yeah. yeah, is he all right? Is there any injury? I haven't heard. I haven't heard whether there's been an update today. But um, you know, he's a bad. It doesn't bowl anymore, Moises. So you think yeah. you just strap yeah, it, it up and matter. get on with yeah, it. Right? That's right. Hey, the Renegades are still winless, uh, beaten by the Scorchers last night in Perth. Forty-two thousand two hundred twenty-six mm. turned up to this game. That's outstanding. More than any day of the Test match. In fact, the crowd, I know crap stats, all of these, but <laughs> the crowd for the first day, the Boxing Day test was higher than the combined crowd mm. for the Perth test. And Perthites are getting a little, I think they're getting a little chippy on social media and talkback radio the last couple of days because <laughs> Basil Zemplis, I don't know if you saw this, sent out a tweet, oh, what's yeah. the Melbourneites, you know, excuse, they can't go to the beach there's still empty <laughs> seats everywhere. But, that. you know, 60,000. Yeah, I mean, you can't compare, can you? Nah. It's a brilliant attendance for the Scorchers, though. But they've become a real draw over there in Perth. The, you know, yeah. the WA fans have really got behind them as, as sort of their team. They're the most successful in the Big Bash, which helps. But, uh, yeah, that looked a fantastic. That's what Optus, that's when Optus is at its best, isn't it? When it's packed yeah. house, you yeah. know. 
people everywhere. But it's, it's also the competition and it's the game itself. Look, there's not a lot of interest around Pakistan and the West no. Indies this summer. So let's be honest. And that's that's all it is. Mm. That's I'll be interested you know, to see what they get in New South Wales, particularly the SCG, because Sydney fans are fickle at the the best of times, and oh, with the weather that inevitably out. comes, but yeah. they'll be you'll be full at the Gabba, won't you? Nah, not against no, the West you don't Indies think Day so? night. Well, we'll only have like a one and a half day Test match playing the women. <laughs> <at> the <Gabba. laughs> Mitchell It'll Stark be with a pooping ball. around, everywhere. Yeah. mate. Mate, the other thing is, won't you guys just be turning out in your millions to farewell Dave Warner? Mm. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's your cricket update. Uh, yeah. Brought to you by Tui's. I feel like a Tui's or two drink responsibly. Break time. Uh, when we come back, Kia Top 7, 2023 in review. We'll do it next. For Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. It is Sports Day time for the Kia Top 7 2023 year in review. The biggest stories, the shocks and the scandals from 2023. I'd love your thoughts. 0457 736 736. Epic has arrived. The all-electric Kia EV9, number seven. Let's kick it off, Alex. Number seven, Australia beat India for the Cricket World Cup. Two for victory for Australia. Glenn Maxwell to see his first ball. Siraj bowls to him. Maxwell clobbers a ball out to square leg. A dive on the boundary to save it. They'll come back for a second, and Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory. (laughs) How quiet does the crowd sound? 130,000 people. A pin could have dropped and you would have heard it. It was silent other than the Aussies yelping and hollering and screaming as they ran out to greet Glenn Maxwell. Fitting he scored the winning runs as well, I thought, Jace, after what a, you know, it was his redemption arc really, wasn't it? Since the 2015 World Cup, he's gone through a lot in eight years um, and to finish it off like that after the 200 against Afghanistan, falling off, what a a World Cup for him. I bet she is spewing that he still had an existing contract in the IPL. <laughs> that was a hangover for two million bucks. He would have went. He would have beaten. Um, uh, what's his name? Starkey's Stark, yeah. number. Hey, number six. This covers two categories: shocks and scandals. Eddie Jones. What a joke! And what happened around the Wallabies at the World Cup? talking about, mate. I said no, mate. I've had no discussion with him, mate. I haven't been speaking to anyone, mate. Well, I've never had a job offer from Japan, mate. There's no offer. So is Japan an option? I don't know, mate. You have to ask Sydney Morning Herald. They seem to know more than me. Yeah, they do, because they had it right. Tom Deason is a very, very good journalist. And he knew everything that was going on, Alex. And I, I tell you what, you're a disgrace, Eddie Jones. The fact that... Even if it wasn't an interview, it's been reported that he spoke to Japan rugby before Australia played in the World Cup. Who does that? Mm, it's, Who does that? And it's completely wrecked his reputation in Australia. He's, all the goodwill that we he had from the 03 World Cup, granted not a, a win, but you know his, reput- his stock was so high when yep. he took that Wallabies job and to throw it all away in, in less than a year. Remarkable. Mate, I, you talked about Rogers, who does sports day with us, mm. very rarely, but does it. Um, <laughs> But he's devastated. He he's absolutely – It's that, that's his coach. Mm. And now he's done this. But anyway, number five, this is one for you, mate. Is it Luis Rubiales? Lean Rubiales? into it, Chase. Lean into it. Luis Rubiales. That's it. Kisses Spanish Jenny Hermosa. 
Amaso after the World Cup final. Yeah, this was massive, wasn't it? Well, this was massive. I was in the stadium that night. And it's one of those things you don't realise being at the stadium. I don't think anyone really recognised what happened until afterwards. And the, the furor that followed this story, particularly in Europe, but we got plenty of it back in Australia. Um, the Spanish team were engulfed by scandal through that whole World Cup. You'll remember that they... They don't actually, like the coach, do they, Well, they, they didn't take five of their best players to this World Cup, which makes you think how much better than everyone else Sounds they like were. Sounds like the Wallabies. In, well, yeah. <laughs> but they managed to win it despite all that. So to the players, yeah. you can only give the greatest credit. Um, and Spanish football, Sid Lowe, who's a terrific European football journalist, um, quoted something he'd tweeted back in 2014. It was around a, a scandal in the men's team. Spanish football played by geniuses and run by idiots. And I think yeah. that, that sums up yeah. that story pretty yeah. neatly there. Speaking of idiots, number four, I tell you what, this bloke's up there with Eddie Jones. Um, was a dictator, Dan, <laughs> uh, cancelling the Commonwealth Games in Victoria, um, making up rubbish about the cost is blowing out, blah, mm. blah, blah. They still could have run it. They've got the, they've got the infrastructure built in some areas. Mm. They've got the infrastructure in Melbourne, the sporting capital of the world, I just, I really feel sorry for all the athletes who have yeah. been preparing for this. Is that it's the, a disgrace. Is that the death of the Commonwealth Games, Jase? Do you think? Do you think no, it's over? I think, I think we'll see it in a stripped back format. I think we're heading that way, the Olympics too, Alex, to be honest. I'd like it's, a centralised Olympics. I, I don't really get the sharing it around this day and age. Surely you just pick maybe one or two, one in the east, one in the west. And you rotate them between there. You're not building white elephants and stadiums that are blowing out to billions of dollars. Well, I, I, I live on the Goldie. And I tell you what, the infrastructure that was there for the 2018 Commonwealth Games was much needed. Mm. So we needed those facilities in a growing city. So they're not white elephants for us. We've used everything. And continue, like public transport infrastructure, sporting facilities, it's actually been wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But I, I, I do get what you're saying. There, there are white elephants in in China mm. just sitting there, have been built and never been used. So yeah, disgusting. Dan Andrews, disgusting. Number three, Alex Carey stumping at Johnny Bairstow. so good. Green to finish, and Bairstow ducks once more. That was closer to the body. Oh, and it's, oh. well, there's a shout for a run out. Oh, now that's going to be very interesting. Oh, Upstairs no. we go, Bairstow's out here. Bairstow's gone wandering oh. down the track after the ball landed with Carey. And like you might see in junior cricket, Carey's thrown the ball onto the stumps, standing back. Yep. Adam Collins calling that for SEN. It was out. There's no argument mm. about it. You don't, you don't decide when the over is over or the delivery is dead. You're gone, buddy. And look, he was he was let off as some people thought with that start catch. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe it's the cricketing gods. Hey, number two, uh, I just want to read this one out for you. This is amazing for the Gold Coast Suns. Damien Harvick resigns from the Tigers, heads over to Italy, and then of course the Suns board have to fly to Italy to show him a contract. We've got DocuSign nowadays, you know. <laughs> And bang, they get them. And he's now going to be coaching the Suns next year. And this could be the thing, Alex, that mm. wakes up this struggling club. Mm. They've been around for as long as GWS, give or take a year. Uh, look at the success GWS have had, appearing in, what, one grand final and uh, prelim and, and finals. Uh, I, this is what they need. They need someone like that to reshape that club and get some discipline in there and get it going in the right direction. Good signing. Even though you had to fly all the way to Italy to get your man. Didn't the Vic, uh, didn't it set the Victorians off? Didn't they love it? That's why I put it in there. <laughs>
<laughs> Number one, I'm going to let you take us through this. This, this is massive. I mean, the Tillies, the Matildas just took over our country, didn't they? Mm. And I'll just play you this goal because it was it was the height. It was the magic moment that we'd all been waiting for from Sam Kerr. To start forward and Australia have won it back. And now there's a break here. Sam Kerr can run it nearly bright. Sam Kerr continues on. Edge of the box. Kerr strikes! Oh, <laughs> Sam Kerr! Outstanding, wasn't it? Oh. She, was, she was only just on the field too, wasn't she? That's right. Um, <laughs> she had waited so long. That was her first start of the tournament, was that semi-final yeah, against wow. England. Against England, of all teams. Um, that was a game that Matilda's looked down and out in, and she produced that moment of magic. Unfortunately, that was as close as we got to a World Cup final. Might be as close as we ever get, Jace. That, what about that, that shootout at uh, Suncorp oh, Stadium? Unbelievable. Against France, uh, you know, longest World Cup shootout, male or female of all time. Uh, you won't get better sporting drama than that. And the Matildas captured the nation for yeah. a couple of weeks and you know no, that's, awesome, that's massive for football in this country no no it is it's and, and for women's sport yeah it's as just, well it's amazing the all-electric kia ev6 they bring you our kia top seven with up to 528 kilometers of range uh break time when we come back uh we're gonna look at some nrl signings and see if they're safe or not that's next we're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews here. Scotty Sattler back on Jan 15. And the Rats back on Jan 22, when I'll be sipping bing-tangs in Bali by then, Alex. Hey, um... Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. I hope there's a few people around the Gold Coast and southern Brisbane have got Suncorp insurance because they're going to be needing their help to get past that tornado that happened on, on Christmas night. Um, I'm not going to talk about rugby league. I've changed my mind during the ad break. I want to talk about Alex Carey. Filed again with the bat today in Australia's first innings against Pakistan. In fact, the Aussies were, were, were woeful, uh, all out for 318. Alex Carey fails with the bat again. Is he safe after this Australian summer? Oh, they won't change keepers now, mm. but would you take Alex Carey to New Zealand as your keeper? Well, the wonder is who you bring in, and the obvious answer to that is Josh Inglis. Is he, you know, how much of an upgrade is he? Particularly when you talk about wicket-keeping craft, because Alex Carey's has improved, I would say, out of sight in the last 18 months, 24 months. Um, to where he's become reliable with the gloves. But you're right, that's not the only job of a wicketkeeper batsman now, is it? And no. his average is below what Tim Payne's was when people were calling for his retirement towards the end of his career, and we know it unfolded there. But, uh, yeah, certainly an interesting debate going forward. What what would you be doing, It Jace? is It is English for mine, or Jimmy Pearson. Yeah. Remember Jimmy Pearson was the backup keeper in India? Yes. Or was it the Ashes? It was one of those tours. Yep. yep. He was he was the backup keeper there. Um, I don't mind Jimmy Pearson. He's been an outstanding servant to Queensland cricket, but I'm also happy with Inglis as well. I just I don't know, Alex. I, I, I it's it's funny, I just feel Alex Carey's cricket has suffered since the stumping of Besto. Mm, it was and an inter- whether- interesting moment in the first test where he didn't take the bails. And that yes. was very much yes. focused upon. I, I yeah. do one. Yeah. I do agree with you on that point, Jace. I think it it has affected his psyche somewhat. Yeah. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is Alex Carey safe 
as the Australian keeper. His keeping work, as you say, has been really good. He's just struggling with the bat at the moment. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp break time. This is Sports Day. We're back for Nutrien Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. Find your local branch at nutrien.com.au. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Before we go to the Big Bash, the heat taking on the thunder at the Gabba with myself and Chris Hartley in commentary. That's coming up straight after Sports Day. Quick community update. Thanks to Firecoat. Be alert and prepare this bushfire season. Um, between Mount Isa and Cloncurry, smokers are currently affecting areas. Uh, this is from multiple fires burning in the area, including Powerhouse Road and Roxmere Road, Cloncurry and parts of the Barclay Highway. So be careful there. Visit qfest.queensland.gov.au for more details. This community update, thanks to the new fire coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions available at Bunnings Warehouse. Alex, we got through it, mate. Been my pleasure to be with you, Jace. <laughs> You'll be back ready tomorrow, to do it all mate. again tomorrow. Yeah, excited. Right, I want I want you to bring your best Queensland story for tomorrow, right? Will do. Promise. All right. All right. Now you know because Alex loves his football slash soccer, right? Oh yeah. I want you to do me a list of the top three football players who are born and raised in Queensland. Well, I can give you a clue on one of them, and okay. he's Sen's very own. He's going to be doing some work with us in January. Good mates uh, with you. I'll leave that uh, a secret, though. Oh, I'll leave geez. that a secret. Do you know about contracts that no one else knows about? Is this public knowledge? Well, this is part of producing secret <laughs> football shows that everyone just leaves us to do what we like, Chase. It's good. Yeah, that's right. You're taking over. And it's soccer, mate. It's not football. Oh, yeah. Well, we can. I don't care what you call it as long as you're talking about it. All right, got to go. Uh, cricket's on next. Better get ready for that. Alex, have a good night. We'll uh, catch you tomorrow. This is Sports Day. See ya.